0: It's going to be a very brief word today. We wanted to give it a title. It's Serving God. Serving God. Serving God. Um, we'll read our text from the book of Romans. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. And I'll quickly read from the NIV version. Um, and I just pray that the Holy Spirit shall help us get that which He has prepared for us today. Um, in Jesus' name. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. And I'm going to read from the NIV version. Right uh, it's a three part chapter. The first part is titled A Living Sacrifice. The second part is titled Humble Service in the Body of Christ. And the third part is titled Love in Action. Verse 1 it says, Therefore I urge you. Brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercies, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, Said this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. Um, Verse 3 says, He said, For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Say, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body, but many members, and these members do not have the same function, so in Christ we, though, are many form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve, if it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is given, then give generously. If it is to lead, then do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Verses nine said: Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, and cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Said, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. The joy, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Said, share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless those. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Verse 17. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing those, you in doing this you will be heaping burning coals. On his head. Do not overcome evil with, by evil, or do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. May yeah. the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. That's yeah. a very sh- short, I mean, I say short, short compared to the typical Paul's writing, um, but also very, very packed. Uh, And it all weaves down to service. Service. Uh, It starts off by saying, by urging brothers as well, like I said, let's present ourselves a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. It says this is your true and proper worship. And many of the times we might miss it by thinking proper worship is the songs that we just sang or by lifting our hands. And while that is comes to it, if it did come from uh, in our hearts is in, in tune with God, it's in offering ourselves as a sacrifice that is pleasing to God, that is actually true and proper worship. And a living sacrifice just means one who puts himself up for service. In uh, the Bible, we saw Anna when he, she was crying to God for a child. And prayed and prayed and prayed and said, God, you've given this child, I will sacrifice the child back to you. What it just meant was that I will give the child back to your service. And we said that after God answered her prayers and she was which had winged the child, she took the child Samuel to Heli and it was in the service of God. And so, a living sacrifice is one that is of service to God, and it's in doing that that we offer true. And proper worship. In verse 2 he says, not to the pattern of this world but being transformed, and we will look at that in our Sunday school so far this, this year, uh, from last week, about being spirit led, working in the spirit. For us to do that, we have to be transformed, uh, our hearts need to be renewed. Uh, and this is very important because in the latter part of that verse he says, then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good and pleasing and perfect will. Many of us or um, been in conversation we have about like God's perfect will and God's permitted will. Um, and it's true that yes, God is merciful and will show us favour and would I mean will make us live the best that we can. With our limitations and all. But here we are called, or we are shown a way to live in His perfect will. He said, it's good. His will that is perfectly good and pleasing. He said, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. But how does that come about? He says, We have to test and approve what God's will is. And so for me, it's a thing of like, you might not get to write at first. It takes a continuous try of, of trying to get to that perfect will. After all, there's a transformation. I mean it says be not renewed, be not, be not be, do not be confirmed do not confirm, but being transformed. Transformation doesn't, it's not like a switch. It's a process. So when you've, been at, when you've been in darkness for a long time, and someone turns on, turns on turns on the light, you will just go to start functioning in the light your eyes start to dilate, to accept that light. And that transformation takes place over a period of time before you can enter functioning in the light. We've been in darkness all along. Christ came and brought the light. And so there needs to be a transformation. But during that process, we might miss it every now and then, or might not have everything figured out. And so as believers on our journey towards our perfect will, we need to continue to test and seek God's approval in doing his will. And how do we do that but in the place of service? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard to do that if we're not in his presence, if we're not trying to please him, we're trying to do the things that pertain to him. Mm-hmm. And so we see even Jesus in testing and approving was at 12 years old, they went to a ceremony and on the way back, the way back where is Jesus? He just was left behind in the temple, testing. But it was not approved, I mean, for, it was not time yet. But it was testing that will that God sent me to this world for a purpose. And, but it would be like, no, you're six years old, like, we're <laughs> good to test it, but not time. They found him there and they're like, nah, <laughs> let's go back home. And it took him another couple of years, almost 25, 20 years for him to have people ready. And so in testing, Nothing wrong in testing God's in testing God's will for us. But again, it's, it's only is possible or it only gets us know, when we actually do it in the service. And so Christ was just hungry to serve. Um, and we saw him do that as a child. Um what's the second part? So that's that's the first part. The second part is actually again complete, complete service in the body of Christ. So looking from verses three, um, it says that we should not think of ourselves more highly than we ought to, so I think I, I like really how Paul writes because he never he he hardly gives room for like you to interpret him wrongly. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's, because people will say, "Oh, like so yes, you should be humble. Yes, be humble." But it doesn't mean you should not have confidence or you should not think of yourself highly at all. Because people like say, "Oh, like why do, why do you think so much of yourself?" Like God, Christ wants us confidence to know who we are in Christ. But it says, highly than you ought, you ought to. So there is an accepted level of what you think highly of yourself. I am a believer. I am a son of God. That's, that's I mean, you you should not be intimidated. You should not be like, oh, somebody turns on the, the light and said, God of Jesus. Because someone turns on the light, like, that's you. Or <laughs> you see the same chair, like, ah, they've come, or they've come again. No. Like, we should think, like, there's a level in which God wants us to operate. But then there's where pride starts to set in. And this is where God, Paul, actually caught our attention. So, in the place of service, and it's very important because it's that humble service in the body of Christ. Because in the place of service, we can easily flip it and start to put our shoulders up to say, I am serving God, therefore I am. There are many people in the Bible like that who God might use them for one reason or the other, and then pride sets in. And so, in the place of service, it's a very, it's a caution, that yes, we are called to serve. In the place of service, we get to test and approve God's will. We get to find our way in, in uh, to His good and pleasing and perfect will. We get to offer true and proper worship. But if we're not careful, pride could set in. And we start to think ourselves, I need I other people. And so we are one here that in service we need to remain humble mm-hmm. to the body of Christ. And he gave us a perfect example. He said the body is one body, but there are different parts. If the hand today says, Ha, Enos, you are smelly, you are, you are not, you are, you are very, very dirty. And Enos says, okay, I'm going a holiday. I'm not going to do my work anymore. <laughs> that hand will suffer. <laughs> Because the body will get sick and that hand will suffer. So as well as well, if it it's the nose, I say, ah, nose, you always smell anything and everything, good and bad, you always smell it, smell. smell. I was like, okay, is so that. Yeah, I'll go Then that whole body will suffer as well. And so one we can't be we can't be we can't be critical of each other because of the different functions that we have to play in the body of Christ. He said as we have different uh, as we have one body we have different functions. And he gave examples here, yeah. he said you have different gifts. Uh, he said there's prophecy, there's serving, there's teaching, there's encouragement, there's giving, there's leading, um, and there's mercy. And I really like it, like, they not really give just um, skilled related things. Giving, I mean, that's so, like, that that might like, something might be just like just like, ah, is that a gift? But it says, it says it's a gift. Encouragement. You're like, uh. Phenotype pastor and encourager I'm around the same level. But I'm like, no, they have the both have the same, they have the function to play in the body of Christ. Some people are not good at encouraging. Uh, <laughs> I have an example of that. In my encouragement, I'll be criticizing you. I'll be like, ah, why can't you think of this thing out? <laughs> like, like, you come to encourage me when you come to agree to say that. So, it's, it's a gift for someone to actually just encourage, just speak a word, and that picks you up. And so, if that is your job, then keep doing it. And so, we can't be critical of each other. We can't start having friends say, oh, I'm the teacher. You are the encourager. We're not the same level. After all, like, I know things. You don't know anything. Like, no. If that encourager uh, stops doing the work, the body of Christ suffers for it. You've heard people say I didn't come to church anymore because one woman or one person was missing from church, and that is that it's always one always says hi, always texting and I say, How are you doing? And not the how are you doing of like how are you doing and move? Like, how are you truly doing? How will, how is person A, how is person B? That church had a yesterday, you mentioned person C, how is that person now? Even you that not share the thing, but you focusing, like that person sees them and say, Oh. How about that woman and that daughter that you mentioned three weeks ago? Are they are they still are they fine now? And because that person leaves the church, the teaching is still powerful, but nothing is happening because that person's role is now vacant. And so everybody has their role to play. Don't be, don't have pride in you, in your service. Be humble uh, in that sense because every function is very important. And I'll read those gifts again because it's very important so that just again. Think about those gifts that you mentioned and it's not limited to this by the way so we have different gifts verse 6 so we have different gifts uh, according to the grace that is given each of us so our grace the grace upon our lives also again appears uh, as, as a bearing of the gifts that we have it said if your gift is prophesying then prophesy in accordance with your faith it is if it is serving then serve if it is teaching then teach if it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is given, then give generously. If it's to lead, then do it diligently, and if it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. I also pray that as we again, as the as God passes grace upon us, I pray we are able to find our gifts uh, and we do and we are able again to uh, exercise those gifts, knowing that we are playing a very critical part of God's body. Don't hold back the gift. Don't say my gift is too small. My gift is not as big as that person's gift. No. Our gift is very important. But those that have gifts that, that are perhaps more pronounced than others, I pray for God to give us a spirit of humility. You see that our gift, yes it's important, but again others as well is as important because they all play different roles in God's body in Jesus' name. Amen. And the last section that we love in action. Love in action. And I just put it, uh, like, I mean, love in action is like, service. Um service and it's a thing of like, I mean, how do you, you I mean, John 3.16, kind of like encapsulates that all together. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Um, and so, in the, for, God, for, Lord, for God to actually express his love, for, for that love to be but not just like, Word of mouth. He had to do something. He had to serve. He had to serve humanity by letting go of his son, Jesus Christ, who died for us and bring us back to his stead. And so, he said, Lot of must be sincere. We must hate evil uh, and must claim to what is good. But he said, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual favor serving the Lord. And so, it's very easy as well for us to start very in God and say, Yes, I got want to serve you, I want to serve you. I'm a young Christian, I want to serve you, I want to please you. And God blesses you. And am like, Yes, God, you know, I want to serve you, but you know, this blessing that you gave to me, you know how to like manage it properly, you know, so I'm going to like just serve you less. And <laughs> so I would like to start using the blessings that came from service. So I can say, I'm going to serve you less and not actually serve more. Uh but he says he said that we can be one, he says. Love in action, which is service, will require us not to be lacking in zeal. I I know this myself as well. It's never to be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual favor serving the Lord. So you can't slack. You can't slack in service. You can't slack in the place of service. Because that is is how your love in action is measured. If you truly love God, you obey him. You want to please him. And we've said to me again, in pleasing God and getting to his perfect will in giving him the perfect worship, uh, it is a place of service. Uh, and in again said again in verses, 16, uh, verses uh, 16b, sixteen he said, do not be proud, he said, but be willing to associate with people of low positions. So yes, there is a position, let not be around to push it on that. There is high and low position, there is class, yeah. there is levels to these things, but he said, do not be proud and be willing to assist yourself in opposition. I mean, they called Jesus. So, like, what are you doing with these people? What are you doing with these people? There's, there was Jew and Gentiles back in the day. There were some devils to these things. And they came there and the by saying first to Jews, then Gentiles. The Jews, the Gentiles are the class citizens. Like, he was not worry about it. Yes, in the picture of grace, we are now in God's family. But there's class. There's, they said to you, each person the level of grace. So there's a level of grace as well. But that doesn't mean that we cannot then, Like, so, oh, my level of grace is level three. I'm not going to actually be level two or level one. Like that's what he said. He said, do not. He said when um, Peter, um, Peter, you will eat with those people, and when them brethren will they withdraw, mm-hmm. one day that like, you will eat. Paul called like, what's the, what nonsense is that? Like, who are you trying to like please? Like, who, like what is that? Like, what is this about? <laughs> what is this about? Many of us like, would do, would you say, would you be caught there? Some people are like, ah, no, you can't catch me to this kind of person. But then when they want to have, like, God loves you, God bless you. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we can't, he said, too, he said, be willing to associate with people. And Jesus was the perfect example of that. The tax collector, um, the woman with the issue of blood, the uh, the alabaster, or Mary with the alabaster box, like all these people, they, the Mary as well, the O was. Almost stones mm-hmm. of death and said all of the association was to show that no like you must not be proud he was the son of god but he was willing to achieve himself even his disciples there were no bodies which are men that's called it that i already but the people that destroyed themselves with, um said do not be conceited. Um, and then he ends, ends the the other part i remember okay like if i think even in the household of faith is what I'm actually talking about. Like, you no, know, there is no, there's no even boundaries. Now to your enemies. To your enemies. So if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing so, you will be heaping burning coals on his head. I don't know if many of us actually do this thing so that we think we're actually putting fire on our enemy's head. But actually we us can understand, let understand what this actually means. <laughs> and actually, what this actually means is that you, uh, there's one interpretation of this one. Saying, well, one interpretation of this actually means that when you eat burning coals in one head, that it's like a head scratcher. You make them rethink what they are doing and how come they're not getting the reaction they expect to get. And so if someone's doing you evil and you're feeding him, person goes, ah, this is not what I meant. I'm, meant be, I'm not meant to be getting something from this person. And this is maybe I mean, there's no point me doing this to this person. And that person actually goes from being an enemy to a friend. And so, I think all the new monogamy, like, now I say, kill them with kindness. Uh, and so, you know, like, convert, your, the thing of like, converting your enemy to your friend is actually to feed them when they're hungry. Uh, because, I mean, when it says, if you can possibly can, it said, live in peace with everyone, if it's possible, as far as it depends on you. So if it's in your control to convert that enemy to a friend, then actually serve them. I mean when it says feed them and give them drink, that's, the, that's service as well. So in at least serving our enemies, we convert them to friends. In serving them, we obey the word of God. And so service of them will stop in the household of faith. Yes, it is very planned to serve each other, the person um, who have no faith. That's again in the household of faith. But even beyond the outside of faith, when there are enemies, um, and I think again, when you, when you think about enemy here, like it's as we grow, as we mature, we start to like disassociate people from the actions, and so it's like, yes, this person is doing this thing, but it is not. It's not. I'm going to separate the person. The thing they've done is not good, but I like this. I love this person. I should love this person. And so. They are hungry. This person is hungry. they're doing me evil, but they're hungry and that's the thing that is affecting them. So those are actually like serve that, that that need in, the, in them. I said in doing this, we're actually serving them and we're actually again converting them and actually again doing obeying God's word um, um, to us. Uh, and it closes, closes out the verse that says that like, do not overcome, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And that's again his ultimate service. Like we were evil, we were of this the most I mean, we sin, We had rebelled against God and God looked at us. Um, yes, he did be evil with evil with flooding the flooding the water <laughs> and cleansing <glitched> the Vancouver. <laughs> um, but even in that as well, like I mean, it's in flooding the water, he spared to know what in so mangomeric spared lots of, and his people. Uh, but Again, as I said, like we as as, 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 um, as sinners, you uh, do the point. That it was like, I want, I want to, I want to actually This one, so we're enemies, we're hungry, we're thirsty, and exemplified. So we say, why is God telling me to feed my enemy? Like, we fed you. You were, his, you were His enemy. You were, you were His enemy, and He fed you, and He met your needs, and He had gave you the gift of salvation. And so if he has done that to you, then like what's your what's your case or what's your point about like God right time to do this hard thing? And so it, it's called us as well to just be like him. And again, it brings us back to that first verse, his perfect will. God wants us to be like him. That's just it. He wants us to be like him, um, because again, we want to we're gonna reign with him. And so all the things he has done for us, all the blueprints, him becoming man. Him testing and approving God's will upon his life as Christ, as a man on earth. Um, him giving his life for us in service. Because I said many people will say that they like, Oh Master, how, when were you hungry that we did not feed you? When were you testing that we did not like I said, we don't do it to your your father, maybe not it to me. And so if we not we're not doing these things then it's gonna be really hard for us to live in his perfect will and all of these things ties to service. I pray my God just really in our hearts the, the spirit of serving because it's sometimes it might be not convenient, but it might be like we we forget that so many things that are uh, calling for our time. Um, even like I said, even the blessings that God gives us, the job he has given us, and journey has, has given us and everything like that. God now have time to serve and all. But he said again, we cannot we cannot slack. He said never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual favor serving the Lord. And as we are faithful in doing that, may He continue to be faithful towards us as a people, as a body in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Let us bow our head and say, "God, give me the grace of God to serve You, <laughs> to serve You diligently in any way You've called me, in any way You've actually like put your embody of grace upon me. You see, as a teacher, as a singer, uh, as an encourager, uh, as one who shows mercy, as one who gives. See, these are all critical parts of God's body." And so, God, in whatever way you imparted your grace upon me today, oh Lord, even if I'm not actually like taking action so far, oh Lord, give me the grace to start today, oh Lord, in the place of perhaps even like intercession, prayer, thanksgiving, worship, whatever it is, like, evangelism, caring for the needy, whatever I tell about, like, it is, you might like, i have parted in my heart, and because you put it in my heart, you've you you, you made the provision and the accommodation for it. I don't think it's like just. Yield myself and be of service, not lacking in zeal, but serving you. Say, God, give me the grace, Lord, to serve you today, o Lord. I may it not be when it's actually convenient, I it may, it may not be in our own terms, O Lord. I may not be just when to be where we, we actually choose. Because he said, let's be humble, he said, let, let's not be afraid to associate with people of low estates. Say, God, give me the grace, o Lord, Lord, to, to be humble, to be meek to come as to be lowly, O oh Lord, so that I don't miss those who you sent me to, O oh Lord. And people that you've said to me, you sent me, don't miss me, because I because I've I, 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 been proud of the pride we present by regarding such associations, O oh Lord. And we pray, O oh Lord, as we do this, O oh Lord, we pray that we shall walk into your perfect will, O oh Lord. Yes. Because in your perfect will, your you says good and it's pleasing. We pray Lord for the grace Lord to walk into Your perfect will regarding our lives, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank You, Father, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray.